Here we go. Okay, I think we're live. Uh, we'll see. This is happening right now. Molly, how are you feeling today? I was feeling okay till you said we were live. <laughs> yeah, well, we're live now. <laughs> see that little thing? It says, it says we're live. We're live oh. on Facebook. Oh, That's hi. It. Good morning, live. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're here today to talk about um, love and sharing love as a, as a mom, as a parent. And I found these cards um, and I have kept them. There's even more letters from mom. And so we'll share some of these. But, you know, it's a crazy time right now uh, with this COVID-19 and just all this stuff. So I feel like it's now more than ever a good time to share love with your team. And you were so good at giving me letters even when I was in high school. But tell everybody a little bit about what was going on in your life when I was in high school, junior year, senior year. No, I, I don't like to talk about that. It wasn't the happiest time. I was going through a divorce. I mean, you know, bad marriage wasn't bad all the way. But anyway, I was going through a divorce and, and um, very difficult times. And um, Sin was always a cheerleader. She's always happy, always cheer, <laughs> cheer, cheer. But... Um, Unfortunately, by the time she graduated, it, it was, uh, like I said, the divorce was finally final and things were tight and tough. And, you know, I was on my own with little munchkins. Um, so not easy, but even though your life was not perfect and not always happy, you were, I mean, I found letters. Uh, when I ran for uh, ASB president, you wrote me a letter saying it was this one saying, good luck on your speech, call me when it's done. So where would you find these cards? Like, when did you have time for this? Well, you know, I, I think sometimes we forget things that weren't real happy. So until Sin mentioned it yesterday about these letters, I kind of had forgotten about them, but then she reminded me. And um, I think... Um, I think because I was going through such a difficult time and I don't remember ever getting encouragement from anybody. Mm. Uh, you know, for me, there was nobody there for me. And I would always say, you know, when my kids grow up, they're, you know, they're, gonna, they're women like me, they're going to have issues. So I feel like at that time I was going through a bad time and I wanted to share that with you and make sure that it was okay that we had feelings because no one mm. ever told me it was okay to feel bad or to feel sad or to feel lonely because your kids left it was like so i was going through a turmoil and i think sometimes it's it's helpful because it helped me to be able to share my feelings with you and hoping that you wouldn't be as sad as i was because i was going through a very sad time and I think sometimes we try to keep, you know, things from our kids so they don't feel bad or, you know, so for whatever reasons we want to shield them. But I think at some point, you know, you need to share and say it's okay to feel like this and, you know, we can share feelings. And I always just wanted to make sure that you were okay and, and to just always encourage you to keep on trying and to keep on going. And <laughs> Well, you did. And, so this card, this card, by the way, is from uh, 1989 or 88, <laughs> somewhere around there. 
you can be whatever you want to be. There in, is inside you all the potential to be whatever you want to be, all the energy to do whatever you want to do, and it goes on. Uh, and if you're familiar with these cards, she would pick them up at the car wash, the local car wash. Yes, when I saw them, I'm like, oh, okay, I remember this car wash had really awesome cards. And then each card came with, like, its own personal letter. She would write, like, with her handwriting, a letter. <laughs> and um, this one says, uh, just want to wish you all the luck in your speech today. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. Give it all you got. You know, you're going to make it uh, because you're such a positive person. Blah, blah, blah. She goes on. I love you and I'm very proud of you. Call me when it's over. Love, mom. <laughs> it just gets me so choked up. <laughs> I know. When I saw them too, I'm like, wow, I, I have forgotten those times. But it's just important to, to share, you know, what, what you feel, what's going on. And, you know, so when your kids are going through the same thing, they know that it's okay. And not only that it's okay, but it's going to be all right. Just like we're going through some horrible times, very trying, testing times for all of us, right? you know, and I know for a lot of seniors and a lot of graduates, not just, you know, high school seniors, but a lot of graduates, um, you know, are missing out and missed out on probably the happiest time of your life. I mean, there's certain milestones in your life. Graduation is one, marriage, another, divorce, you know, there's milestones in your life that just can't be replaced, you know. And um, you were... So this is a hard time for a lot of people, but everybody has hard times in their life. That's, that's even more personal. And you're sharing that you were going through divorce and actually it was finalized when I was a freshman in college. The divorce was final. And then shortly after, uh, my mom was working for a Security Pacific National Bank, if anyone knows, remembers that bank, with the big S. And uh, it, was, uh, it was, it merged with Bank of America. And so, tell, so what happened? Yes, um, again, like now we're having, you know, a lot of financial problems. And back in the day, uh, all the banks were going under and pe different banks were buying each other. So, of course, Bank of America bought Security Bank. And um, so I had been with the bank for 26, going on 27 years. And when B of A bought us out, they basically got rid of, you know, management and after 26 years, I was out of a job. So out of a job. Now, horrible marriage and three little munchkins looking like, okay, now what? Yeah, there are three of us, three girls. Now, so one of the things that as an adult, I sort of came to understand or, or came to appreciate was that, you know, my mom was a single mom of three daughters, uh, just sort of getting out from under her, uh, you know, and um, she could have asked me to stay living at home and commute to college. Uh, she could have asked me to, to, to take a year off and go later. And so um, I love what you've said before that sort of your philosophy is that college is an insurance policy for life. So share a little bit about that. Yes. Um, you know, people say, well, not everybody needs to go to college. Well, you know, I've made it. And I, I don't, I haven't gone to college. I never said college is a guarantee for anything. It doesn't guarantee you, you know, the perfect job doesn't guarantee you anything, but it definitely is like an insurance policy, you know, an insurance for life. Like nobody can take that education from you. And needless to say, you know, the higher your education you have, the better the job you have. So it's just an insurance policy for life that you have with you. 
and no one can ever take it from you. So no matter what happens to you in life, because you don't know, get the divorce, a, a death in the family, you know. Yeah. And what you said is, yes, I could have. I mean, my life was a disaster. And, and you know, you could have stayed home and helped support us and, you know, yeah. do what a lot of families do and say, hey, you know what, you don't need to go to college, you can find a job. But that's what happened to me growing up. Nobody encouraged me to go to school. Nobody ever encouraged my dreams. Nobody ever said, yeah, that's great. You know, I had dreams, but nobody ever said it was okay to have them and go for them. And it's not fair. It's not fair. It wasn't fair for me to impose my life situation and my life choices on you because you are now an adult and it's your life. It's your time to bloom and make your choices and mistakes whatever <laughs> i've made plenty of mistakes and no you know i i had to figure it out i i you have to figure it out it's the biggest thing you you've learned anything from me is you you figure it out now let's back up a second and just tell i mean i know maybe some people have heard the story but uh you didn't go to college you weren't encouraged to go to college by your mom you did get you were admitted to college to a four-year institution and and your mom didn't encourage you so your whole thing was talking to your daughters about when you go to college not if you go to college but when the time really came i was worried about money and and they were they were going through divorce so i didn't i thought well i'll just go to the local you know college and i had shied away from my dream of going to usc and i think i finally shared that with my mom and she was like oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> no you didn't so tell the story about mr vargas and how we came to know him well as sin said I came from a very large family and, you know, my, my mom was a great mom. She taught us very good values and, you know, very positive things that made me successful and know how to figure it out. But um, she was never one to encourage you to go to school. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I would talk about going to school, she'd say, you don't need to go to school. All you're going to do is get married and have a bunch of kids. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's what people do. So, you know, you plant a seed in a kid's head and, you know, Instead of saying, hey, yeah, that's great. You want to be in your line store to say, you know, but I was never, I never had that. Dile in Spanish. Say how she used to say it to you in Spanish. No, but para que vas a ir al colegio? No vas a casar y tener raza. I'm like, oh, alrighty then. <laughs> so, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm sure she didn't mean any harm by it, but it's, it's engraved in your head in, instead of going for your dreams. And uh, needless to say, uh, I, I did go to Erlein Storta's training, and that was about it, because yes, I did get married and have a bunch of raza. So she was right. I got married, and it wasn't a very, you know, successful marriage. So I had three daughters, beautiful daughters. And um, so I was determined that, no, I'm going to teach them that it's important, you know, to go to school. Not just because you're a woman, you're going to, you know, just sit back and have children and die. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it, <laughs> you know, it, you um, could have a life. You could have a dream. You could, you can do anything you want to do. And so when my kids, you know, were little, it wasn't like, if you go to college, you know, one day, if you go to college, one day, if you go, no, it was always that when you go to college, when you go. this it is happening. It was an expectation. It was just part of life. I don't it think just, I, I never even thought 
that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's like a vacuuming. Choice. It's it's a given. It's a vacuuming. Cleaning <laughs> house is gonna happen. <laughs> no question. She's still <laughs> vacuuming. <laughs> so so okay. So when did you meet Mr. Vargas, or how did you know that you needed help to help to help your daughter get into college? How did you know that? Well, because I worked at Security Bank, and so I had a lot of influential friends and people, and I'd go to a lot of um, Kiwanis meeting back in the day. Kiwanis, anyway, Rotary and stuff like that. Yeah, the Rotary, and so you meet a lot of people. So the whole thing about this is you're supposed to talk, which wasn't a problem for me then, and so you chit-chat to everybody around you. And one time that we were at a meeting, I met this gentleman, his name is Mr. Vargas, and he sat at the table and he just said, you know, he worked at USC and da da da. He told me what he did. We shared information. I told him I had a daughter. She was going to go to school soon, to college soon, because you were like junior, senior, whatever. And he said, okay, when you're ready, give me a call. Here's my card. I'm like, oh. So I liked the gentleman and everything. He was married, so I didn't really flirt with him. But he was a very just, nice gentleman, had a lot of information about school was very positive that, you know, my daughter would be able to go there. So as time went on, I just kept that little card in my pocket, in my pocket. And then, you know, when Sin got older and she started talking about school and stuff. and Specifically about USC. Uh, specifically about USC. And I mean, I think I had forgotten about it all. And then. So you called him and we yeah. went. Yes, I Do called you- him, made an appointment. Yeah. And I cried all the way up there. Do you remember anything that he shared with you, like in that meeting? Uh, it was just three of us, and he was—I I remember vaguely him explaining to me what an what an application was and what I had to do and how to fill it out, even like literally. I mean, we didn't know anything. So, do you remember that meeting at all? Um, I do vaguely, but again, I just remember he gave us—you know—a lot of information for my little brain. <laughs> And basically, I just knew we had to just fill it out. Just fill it out. Whatever, just answer the question. Yes, no, maybe so, yes. And so whatever paperwork he said we had to do, it was like, we'll figure it out. He told you about financial aid and what to do. And I remember that financial aid stuff being like Yes, and that freaked me out because when he showed me the bottom dollar, I'm like, okay, never mind. Never mind. You're going to come to college. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) For... But, you know, he was very, very, very breath of fresh air, and he just was very encouraging, and I don't want to say guaranteed, but pretty much guaranteed, said, no, your daughter's going here. And so we just, I mean, I cried, I just cried. I I came, and I I shared with him my resume, you know, like, I told him sort of what my GPA was, and, and I was very involved in school, so. He was very encouraging. I mean, he, he wasn't the admissions office, but, you know, he was very encouraging. Okay, so let's fast forward to, uh, I don't know, probably March or April of my senior year. I called you and I said the letter came. Do you remember that? Don't cry, Mom. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> okay, so tell them what happened. No, you tell them what happened. Okay, so I just remember... This is when letters came in the mail, sort of, you know, big envelopes, like actual mail. Um, And I think I waited to open it until I got you on the phone or something. And I called you at work. She's working at the bank. And and I started to read the letter. And, you know, (laughs) said, 
<laughs> so congratulations, you know, like welcome to the class of 1994. Anyway, whatever. And so you started screaming <laughs> at the bank and I was screaming in the house and we were like running around or whatever. I don't know what, what was going on at the, at the house. I mean, at the, at your work. My job was always used to be me screaming every time something happened. It's like they didn't know it was a scream of happy, a scream of something happened to one of the girls or what. But yes, it was very touching, and it was. It just goes to show you, it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. It doesn't matter if your mom never went to college, or matter of fact, didn't even speak speak English when I first started school. So. I mean, who would ever thought that, you know, me, this little girl that lived in Compton and went to elementary school and sat in the back row because I didn't speak English, so they just make you color all day. Todo el día colorando, colorando, you know. So you never give up. You never give up, and you encourage your kids, and, and, and you, you tell them they could do whatever they want and, and just encourage them that, you're behind them 100%, no matter what they do. I mean, even if they don't go to college and, and they want to be whatever they want to be, a hairdresser, they want to be uh, a rapper, whatever. Whatever they want to do, as long as they're the best at it, always encourage them and tell them you love them and if that's what you want to do, I'm behind you. But never say no or never be discouraged due to lack of funds or lack of ability to know who to go to or resources because wherever you are you never know who's standing next to you six feet apart <laughs> behind you you know I mean you're always waiting in line so if you just chit chat say hi my name is Lydia you know blah 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 I need I do I'm a hairdresser if you ever need your hair done like, oh, then they give you your card, say, oh, I'm the governor. If you ever need something from me. <laughs> She's always networking, which is probably why, where I get it from. But, you know, you and I were watching uh, that show last night, the episode uh, called The Color of COVID. And uh, there are high rates, mortality rates in the, um, in the communities of color. And they were talking a little bit, Shaquille O'Neal, I remember him specifically saying, you know, at the end of the day, this is about education. This is more than ever do we need to really emphasize uh, as much education in our communities um, because that changes, you know, the trajectory of, you know, what you know about health and how to, and how to be, you know, a healthy person inside and out, mentally, spiritually, physically. Uh, people with, um, that have, you know, other, other issues, health issues are dying at a higher rate. So I believe in college. I believe in, in going to college, but I also know that it's not for everybody. But I, I feel like now more than ever, there's this education gap that we have to find a way to close. And I think you're right that the parents, no matter their situation, I think your message is to, to encourage your kids to go as far as they can with education. Yes. And don't be embarrassed that you don't speak the language or you don't understand it completely or, you know, you can't write it. Um, there are so many resources today, way, way more than back when I was a kid. That wasn't too long ago. But there's so many resources for everything and anything. Like you say, we have to be more educated in terms of health and everything for everybody. But just ask. 
just ask. And now you even have the computer where you can even say, uh, where do I go to get help on applications or how do I right fill here. out this application? Right here, or and, and you can say it in any language. I mean, I'm no expert on this. Believe me, I went back to school when I was 58 years old, didn't know how to turn on a computer. But I do know that now I could go over here in that little search box and says, Hola, how can I find yeah. applications for college? And then they tell you. Yeah, they tell you. They tell you, you can find anything. You can find anything. Now, and I have a, a parent academy. I have a number of things that basically, all the things that Mr. Vargas told you and told me, I have like in, in, a, in a course that anyone can take. A parent can take their parent academy and then there's you know one for, yeah, for every age. So, okay, let's read one of these, okay? So here's, I know that obviously if you're a senior, um, you know, you're not getting to have prom. And, I, and that, this is something I feel for everybody because everybody in America has two things in common. Most everybody has experienced prom and graduate high school graduation, if nothing else that we have in common. <clears throat> so this is what my mom sent, gave to me on prom night. Yes, it's dedicated to all those seniors that did not go to prom. But it's not the end of the world, believe me. It feels like it. It feels like it. But one day you look back and say, I'm glad I was, I was safe and, and healthy. healthy and was with my family. And I could sneak out another day. I did see on TV <laughs> a dad and a mom put together a prom for their daughter. And, you know, she got dressed up and made up and wore her dress. And her dad was her date. So I don't know how she feels about that, but it was something. Not the same. Not the same. Okay, so it says, God bless you on your graduation. And then she writes in prom and prom night. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. <clears throat> this is the inside. Okay? So I <clears throat> want to strongly encourage you <clears throat> to get a card or a letter sometime this week and write with your own handwriting. Write with your own handwriting because I just love – this is my favorite part. I mean, this the card is lovely. Um, it says Because one day you may not be able to write. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, uh, sin, as you can say, I yell, scream, preach, and explain myself over and over. I'm reading this for the first time again. Uh, and end up letting you do what you want. Enjoy yourself tonight, all night long. Prom comes only once. And then she goes on and, and you know, says, be smart. The whole thing. I don't know. I don't want to, what if I, it's Let personal. Um, prom comes, enjoy every moment of it. Uh, baby, I hope you've listened to all, all of my yelling and preaching and heard what I've said. Uh, and you may not like it nor understand it, but one day we'll uh, be around to have brunch with your daughter. Something with okay. your daughter, with your and daughter. maybe then you okay. will thank me and cry. And I'll always be here for you. Uh, that you can bet on. Have fun, be smart, and there's a time for everything. Take your time. See you tomorrow. Love, mom. What? And she like packed a, a, my little overnight bag and stuff. And we were going out with a bunch of friends and stuff. Okay. So that was prom night. So then um, in my junior year, at the end of my junior year, um, she gave me this. And I had been uh, admitted to this um, program uh, for Pepperdine. So she, this is the inside again, with some writing, handwriting. 
And so it says, send congratulations on the opportunity to spend, to attend the summer at Pepperdine. I'm proud of you, Sen, and I admire you in many ways and have the best years, and you have the best years of your life ahead of you. And as the card says, any decision you make for yourself will be right. Please continue to achieve your goals in life. There is nothing you can't do. You're, and it goes on. Oh, I didn't see this part. Uh, you're well on your way to be the very top. I pray that God will continue to guide you and keep you in good health. And it goes on. So I love you so much, um, Mom. So I had uh, been admitted to this program. It was for leaders. Uh, it's a beautiful campus. Yeah, it's a beautiful campus. So we went. And I remember Dad driving me there in our l the little convertible car. Okay. Then, let's see. What is this one? Um, Oh, when I turned 18. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. So it says, I'm so excited for you. That means You're, I would have been 38. Yes. I'm, wow. I'm so excited for you. <clears throat> You're in college, not just college, but USC. I see the look in your eye when you talk about school. The excitement, the challenge, the determination that you speak with. I love it. And I just have one thing to say. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You said it twice, standing for what you believe in. You've got spirit, so don't lose it. Confidence, use it. Know that it is through God that we are able to know that we will succeed as long as we are determined to take the challenge with stride and believe in prayer. These are the best years of your life. A time to grow, learn, <clears throat> experience, and be independent. But above all, use your judgment. Uh, you make me smile. Feliz cumpleaños. Happy birthday. 18th birthday. So that was my freshman year in college, but my first uh, birthday away from home. And um, as we said, mom was going through her own troubles and finalizing the divorce. And yet she was still there to encourage me to keep going. So there you go. Oh my gosh. Okay. So do you, do you remember grad, USC graduation? It'd been years and dad was remarried <clears throat> and I was super nervous about graduation. I thought you guys were gonna act crazy, but you guys were perfectly fine and it, and it made for a really uh, much better four years later. Do you remember USC graduation? Yeah? Why are you crying? <laughs> because I hated that he was there. Oh God, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> word <laughs> but but i was okay with it after i you know i mean I, you, you got to pray yourself through things um yeah i remember and he was there with his new wife and everything it was it was very stressful it was the beginning of a new chapter for everybody yes yeah and yeah. it was just kind of new to see you know but um no it was stressful but it was a very happy evening and I was very, very excited that, you know, you graduated from college and you did all the things that I only thought of doing. So that makes me very proud. Okay. So, so what would you say, what's the advice that you would give to a parent out there who <clears throat> doesn't know how to help their kid get into college? First of all, it starts from way in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
if they don't want to go to, if they don't know they want to go to school now, you can't just all of a sudden decide, oh, by the way, I think you should go to college. I think that it begins from, you know, when you first start talking to them, when, when you start telling them about things and, and you say, you know, when you go to college. And so by the time they get there, you've already spoken about it. Like, like you're going on a camping trip, you know, when we go camping. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. So as the time gets closer, they already in their head envision what it's going to be like to go camping. And so they may not have all, all the resources, what they're going to need when they camp or what they're going to do while they're camping, but they know they're going to be there. And like I said, ask, ask questions, go, go to the counselor. Uh, you know, the counselor gives you more referrals. You just... You just have to stand behind your, your, your child and, you know, believe in them and encourage them to believe in themselves no matter how your life goes because your life is your life. And no matter what happens, you stand by them and you let them know early on life. And money, I shouldn't say isn't a problem, but it should not be the obstacle that keeps you from encouraging your child from going to school. Right. Because if they really want it and they are a good student and they apply themselves to do have good grades, there's a lot of financial aid out there that you may not know of that will, you know, um, help you out in terms of, of financial aid. And now, they can listen to my podcast. There's a lot of information there. Yes. Um, for, every, you know, every week there's, there's over 50 episodes now. So there's a lot of information there. Um, and you can go to my website. There's a lot of free information there as well, uh, including courses that you can take as well. But um, tell them what they should do this week. This week, what should they do? Oh, I think that um, after reading the letters, I think you would both agree. Not only is it nice, you know, for sin to look at them and you know, reread them, but it's also nice for me to read them and, you know, remind you where you were to appreciate where you're at, because that was then, and a lot of things were happening. We never knew that we'd be where we are today, thank God. Um, so I think that you should always encourage your, your child to do the best, but I think you should also take the time to write it um, and it doesn't have to be in a card as you saw I had cards and I still would write a letter in it it doesn't have to be in a card it could just be just write you know a letter to them if you know they miss their prom or their graduation write them a letter about Celebrate. how yeah. how you know you feel how proud you are and you know what's transpired and why you didn't have prom or graduation and stuff and how many years later then yeah too many years later. Too many years later. You know, you you go back and you read it and you appreciate it and you're like, wow, and I was so bummed out that I didn't go to prom, I didn't go to this. And it's just beautiful words that you forget how you feel. You can't write what you feel next week about what you felt today. You could remember, you could have, I can't even remember from months to next, but you need to write and express to your children, to your teenagers, to your kids. 
every day. It doesn't have to be their birthday <laughs> or Christmas or any celebration. Right. It, it could just be, you know, because they threw out the trash well, today. I'm really it's, proud it's, of it's, you. I mean, there's plenty of reason to write right now. We're all home. We're all together. Uh, and we're having this mandatory fun and, and stay at home. And spring break is, you know, in the backyard. That's the biggest trip you take every night, every day. But you're having feelings and you're seeing your, your team go through, I mean, believe me, yes, there are bigger issues in the world, health issues in the world, but to them as it's a teenager, the the it's the end of their world. I mean, they, their identity is wrapped up in their group of friends that what they were in school, that they were an actor, an actress, an athlete, an athlete who's missing their, their, their season. Uh, they were the student body president. They're, they were the junior class president. They were supposed to plan prom. Their identity is wrapped up in who they are and who they were at school. And they don't have that. So all you have now is to say to them, write it down, how proud you are of them, how courageous you see their being, how helpful they're being in the kitchen or doing helping with the laundry or helping with their younger siblings write down and, and really thank them. Now, when I have private clients or some of my um, students, I ask the parents three questions. So you may want to use these three questions to guide your letter. I ask parents, what do you love most about your daughter or son? What do you love most about them? What are they really good at? What are they really good at? And what is your favorite memory? So if you want to take those three questions that I ask and write out a letter, just answering those questions, that's going to, first of all, you're going to find that you're going to write for a long time. You're going to write like my mom. She would write pages and pages of, of a letter. So answer those three questions. What do you love most about your, your kid? What are they really good at? And what is your favorite memory of all time? Put that down on paper if you do nothing else this week. And since we're all home, we have plenty of time to do you this. Have nothing else to <laughs> you have do. nothing else to do. <laughs> okay. What are we going to do today? Uh, we've got, we've got, we've been quarantined long enough that we're getting to have, who's coming over today? I get to have my grandchild today. My pumpkin pie, my curly curly, my string bean, my peanut head. I call They've been tested. Names. We've been quarantined. We, you know, we, it's. Uh, so I get to see her today. And she gets to have a sleepover with me. So we're excited because we get to snuggle tonight <laughs> because I have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. And since I have to be out at, it's actually a medical, um, it's, it's, a a hospital. Yeah, yeah, it's a hospital. It's a hospital. So, because I'll be out amongst all these germs, I then have to quarantine again. Back again. 14 so days be able to see her. before yeah. I even see her through the window. <laughs> yeah. So, today we're excited because she's coming over, spend the night with us. And Paul is cooking a great meal, some Italian dish. Um, so, we're going to yeah. have a nice meal with garlic bread. We've been keeping our circle very tight. I only see my I only see my mom. I see her on the weekends, and when I'm home, I I don't really see anybody. I mean, I go for my runs and stay distant. So, uh, I've not been to the market for five weeks. I think. Oh no, no, we went we went to Trader Joe's three weeks ago. That's really the last time I've been out. I think I need to go this week. So I might 
uh, go out on Tuesday like you, and then we'll quarantine at the same time. So we have ice cream, so we're good. Oh, ice cream is good. <laughs> but I've been gaining some weight, so <clears throat> uh, I need to maybe go back to juicing. <laughs> okay, so write a letter, show your love, keep encouraging them. Uh, education is the way out of whatever you're going through poverty you know it's a it's a way to change the trajectory of your family for sure what do you love most what is she or he really good at and what is your favorite memory answer those three questions and write your answers this week okay and you know what the kids can write their parents a letter too (laughs) because it's through your parents guys that they've guided you throughout your life and now you're at graduation be about to be an adult and on your own so let your parents know that you appreciate what they've done and that they too have been good parents because just like you we liked a little pat on our back too for sure i don't know how many teens are watching this but if you are uh it's a great it's a great lesson this week is vol- national volunteer week also uh, Mom and I keep saying that we're going to give donate blood. blood. Um, she's actually a pretty uh, consistent donor, yes. But uh, she hasn't donated because you know just fear and wanting to be safe. But um, that's on our list to do. And we're going to take some food to food banks. Yes, we are. Because, we're take some food to food banks. Yes. Um, so anyway, it's National uh, Volunteer. Volunteer Week. Uh, I would recommend projectgivingkids.org. Lots of different options, and especially for those of you who are in Los Angeles, San Francisco, or Boston. Um, you can look up exactly what to do. So projectgivingkids.org is a great website that I recommend. For those of you who have college-bound teens, I'm offering a Jumpstarter workshop that will walk you through all the things that my mom talked about, financial One aid. Minute. Oh, she's going to check okay. on that. Uh, financial aid uh, takes you through what teachers you're going to ask, gives you call, helps with your college list. So it really walks you through the process um, uh, of what to do with this uh, college application. Okay. So, oh, what? Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, make sure that you are safe and you keep other people safe. There you go. Be sure to wear a mask. We want you to be well and, uh, and be safe and, and stay and healthy. Stay healthy and stay inside as much as you can. Um, and it, it shows, even if you're not worried about yourself getting sick, which you should be, um, it's respectful to wear a mask because other people who are putting their lives on the line uh, serving food and the healthcare workers and, and all of these, these people that we saw yesterday when we went to drive through to pick up food. There so are no there. shoes, no shirt, <laughs> no mask, no service, no service. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting off on a little, a little tangent here. No tacos. Okay. Um, we've gone over, thank you for your time and uh, honoring us with being here today. And, um, we're, we're doing this live through Zoom, so I don't know if you had questions. I can't, I can't figure out how to see both at the same time, so I apologize. But if you do have questions, go ahead and put comments in there, and I'll be sure to respond. But wherever you are, make sure you have a happy and 
healthy. sunny and healthy and sunny, sunny day. day.